You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Michelle Byrne, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Okay, today's show, very important. It's all about making it easier for your lovable pet to move. All about mobility, making it easier to travel with your pet, making it easier for your dog to get around in your home. And it's not just for older dogs, all those pet parents listening. You're going to hear about some amazing products. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies, and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger. To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I would like to introduce Patrick Hoffman. He is the president of Solve It. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be with you today. It's wonderful to have you. Now, when people hear Solve It, they might not know, you know, what your product's all about. What is your product line all about? How does it help pet parents out there? Well, you know, the idea behind the name Solve It, it's a made-up word, but the idea behind it is providing solutions to pet parents. And we try to focus on a few specific areas, mostly about access and mobility. So helping pets get around, get up and down, especially pets that have issues with their joints. Maybe they're a senior dog, but there's a lot of little dogs, too, that need help getting up and down. And there may be just a dog suffering from a surgery or something like that that's going to be healthy again soon, but needs a little help for a period of time getting around. You know, and also, and I've learned this recently because one of my test crew is the type of dog that ends up, he has, um, he's a purebred, but we did get him through a kind of like uh, taking care of a dog somewhat. So he's a, he's a purebred, even though I really go for mutts. They're my favorite. But a lot of purebreds and, and mutts will have certain things within the breed that a lot of people are not aware of. Like, you know, dachshunds, they're short-legged. They should not be jumping. 
at all. True. It's True. not Absolutely. good for them, True. right? And a lot of pet parents, they're just not always aware of this. Havanese have hip dysplasia issues. Shepherds have hip dysplasia issues. There's a lot of little dogs that are prone to these type of things. And even though they like bouncing around, it's really not good for them. And what's your take on this? Well, you're absolutely right. A lot of the larger breeds, the retrievers especially, have these uh, joint problems. And we feel it's best to prevent wear and tear on those joints. And before your dog shows an obvious need for a ramp or a set of stairs, we recommend that you use those even when they're young to extend their joint life and prevent wear and tear. And I would imagine prevent costly and painful surgery because that could be an issue, too, if there's wear and tear on the joints. I talked to a number of consumers who have just spent four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000 on an ACL surgery or some kind of hip surgery, and now their dog absolutely needs stairs or a ramp to get around. But it, for the expense of a ramp, it can be a good preventive device or a set of stairs. If you're going to have your dog in and out of the back of your SUV or in your car of some kind or up and down from furniture... It can definitely extend the health of their joints to use these ramps or stairs uh, during their younger years. Okay, now we're talking about ramps and stairs, and I know a lot of people have thought, you know, okay, for the car I need it, but oh, for the house, you know, I could just pick them up and put them on the couch and all of that. And I have a personal opinion on how that goes, but why is it not such a good idea? And why is it better to get them used to using the stairs or the ramps, you know, in the home, in the car? Just why is that so important? Well, inevitably, you're not going to be there sometime when your pet wants to get up on, if they're accustomed to getting onto the bed, you're not going to be there every time they want to get up there. So they're going to jump or try to jump, and they could risk injury. So it's just easier on everybody if they have unlimited access to the places that you you let them go. So we just introduced this year a new bedside ramp for pets that aren't comfortable or aren't physically able to use stairs, but they're free to come and go from the bed or some other piece of furniture. It's just easier on everybody if you set the ramp up next to, say, your bed, and the dog can come and go as they please if that's a place they like to crash out during the day. In my particular situation, I tried the stairs, and I tried it for the little I had the little test crew guy, the Havanese. He should not be jumping. They're prone to hip issues, and they, he should just not be jumping. And he thinks he's a bunny rabbit with all this hopping that he does. So I trained him on the stairs. And in my experience, I don't know how it works for everybody, but in my experience, once I trained him and got him used to the stairs, he used the stairs. He wasn't hopping anymore. He figured, he knew that that was his way to go. So is that sure. common sure. for people once they start training and get them used to, you know, the, the stairs or the ramps, then they'll, that's what they use? It absolutely is. Both ramps and stairs need training. Now, some dogs may have physical issues that prevent them using stairs. And, you know, dogs are not familiar with these devices anyway. And to some dogs, a ramp seems obvious to use. Other dogs, it takes some training. Same thing with stairs. But the basic thing is, like anything else, approach it slowly. A lot of positive reinforcement. We recommend that you place treats on the ramp or stairs to encourage them to get up and use it. But at all times, be close by, be nurturing, be reinforcing, and don't do too much at once. 
with our car ramps that you might use on your bumper or the side, we recommend that you lay them flat first and just get your dog comfortable walking back and forth and then slowly elevate it to where they understand they can walk up at an angle and it works just fine. But that's just something that dogs need to learn how to do. They're not accustomed necessarily to approaching a device like that and knowing exactly how to use it. So patience, treats, reinforcement, and they should be able to learn to use either ramps or stairs if they're physically able. Now, do you have on your website any training tools for how to use the ramps and the stairs or YouTube information? There are some YouTube links to some videos of some trainers showing dogs learning to use the ramps. Our instructions that come with each product include training tips, and those instructions are visible on all of our product pages. So there's some good resources there on the website. Well, I think it's a great investment for anybody who has dogs with any type of potential issues or issues. I learned the hard way with, not with this type of situation, but with another, that a little preventative goes a long way and really can make a difference of, one, your animal getting ill. I don't know for joint issues how severe it could be, but it could definitely affect mobility for your pet for life. And the trauma of your dog dealing with the surgery for you and your pet. And then the pocketbook trauma, you know, if these surgeries are not, they're not cheap. <laughs> it's well worth the cost of either ramps or stairs, you know, to make your dog's mobility easier. Now, let's talk about some other things because Solvit has so many great products. What are some other items you came out with for 2014? Well, for those, if you do have a pet who has been through surgery or maybe they're at that point in their life where they're really struggling to get around, we have a product called the Care Lift. It's a lifting harness. It comes in two styles, one that fits on just the rear joints. And if your dog can get, allow, get around fairly well, but, but maybe their rear hips give them trouble when they walk, then you can just give a little lift and, and as they walk around and relieve some of that stress. It also comes in a full body format, so you can literally lift the dog straight off the ground, or if, they're, if both joints are giving them trouble, then this is a good way to give them some exercise but relieve some of the stress on their joints. Also, for getting around, uh, one of the big areas of our product line is getting around in the car successfully, and we have a new line of crash-tested safety harnesses for using in the vehicle, and um, we've actually crash-tested these to the same standard that child safety seats are tested in this country in a crash-test facility that does that kind of testing. And for a 75-pound dog dummy, which is the, the, the toughest level of testing available right now, our deluxe safety harnesses have successfully passed that crash test. And at a retail price point around $30, there's not another harness on the market that can make that claim. Patrick, I want to ask you a question. You mentioned crash testing. Is this required for all types of harnesses for pets that are on the market? There is no requirement. The government doesn't play in this area right now. There is a, a movement within the industry to try to adopt industry standards. And the standard that we tested against, we understand, we feel is the most common uh, testing protocol available right now. So we chose to follow that. There are a number of manufacturers have their own in-house tests and that may vary in terms of how strict they are, but we wanted to go for the test that was most closely simulated the government child seats uh, crash test. 
Well, I think that's wonderful. I mean, if you have a product and you're willing to crash test it and know that this is going to work well for a dog of, like you said, 75 pounds, it just can relieve a pet parent's mind when you know that something is tested to this extent. I just feel it says a lot for the Solvit company because you're going above and beyond. I know there's costs and expenses involved in doing these tests, and you're just going above and beyond to prove that, hey, we don't just make a product. We make a product that is going to work. No questions answered. So I think that just says a lot for the Solvit company. Thank you. So on that end, you have some other products that are not new for this year, but I'd like to let all the pet parents out there know about them because who knows what someone might have a need for and it's a solid product that they might not be aware of. I know that you have a great website. That's right. And just for those who are listening, the the website name is actually solvitproducts.com. There is a website called Solvit.com, but it's uh, actually a different company. So S-O-L-V-I-T products.com, and you'll find there, you can actually find a video of the crash tests that we performed on our safety harnesses. And you can also find all the different products that we carry, and there are a number of other products for traveling in the car, seat covers and booster seats. We even have a booster seat that's been crash tested. So just making it easy to commute with your dog in the car, there's a a bunch of products there. And we also, for the folks who like to be active with their pets, we've got a number of products that you can use with your bicycle, including bicycle baskets for the handlebars and trailers that you can go on a fun joy ride with your pet. So check that out. There's a lot of information there. Of all these great products, what do you think is one of the most important things that people can, like a pet parent, can get for their dog? Well, if you are traveling in the car with your dog, the safety harness can be very valuable. Uh, it's, you never know when there's going to be an accident, and most harnesses just aren't strong enough to restrain your pet, and they become a projectile, which obviously puts them at risk, but can also put other passengers in the car at risk. So that's a really important product. And if you're going to let your pets up on the furniture at home, and let's face it, most of us do, uh, even though some of us say we don't, it's, it's over 50% of pet owners let their pets up on the furniture. Just provide them a safe way to get up and down to save their wear and tear. I would say in the car, at home, those are your two most important products. I agree with you. And I'm going to tell all my pet listeners a little story about having a good harness. Okay, this is years ago, probably before Solvit existed. And I was living and going to a dog park in the hills of L.A., had a harness on my dog, thought it was a good harness. And, you know, in the hills of L.A., there's usually one road up, one road down. There's not a lot of space, you know, and it's it's a little scary driving. But I had made this trip many times before, and this harness was only about maybe two weeks old because my dog at the time, very rambunctious, loved the dog park and everything. Well, I'm getting ready to make a left-hand turn, keeping in mind one road each way. All of a sudden, my dog is dangling out the window. She got out of the harness within like seconds and the window was only half open. Managed to get out. This is a 60-pound dog dangling out the window. Thank the pet gods out there or whatever that I was able to open the door, scoop her back in, get in the car and not have a heart attack, (laughs) and she was fine. But that was one of the most freaky, freaky accidents or, you know, had potential devastating effects that I've ever experienced. And I 
absolutely agree. If you have a, you know, a dog that you travel with, get a harness, get a harness that's going to be a solid harness, get a harness that is going to do the right job and not some junky thing that your dog could just finagle out of pretty easily. But that was, that was crazy. And I will never forget that. Well, I think your story is not unique, Michelle. And, you know, again, the product is not that expensive. For $30, you can get a crash-tested way to have peace of mind and safety. And they're really quite easy to get in and out of the car. Uh, the, the leash part stays in the car, so it doesn't slow you down. And, it, again, provides peace of mind and safety. It's a real good decision if you're going to travel in the car with your dog certainly is. Now, all my listeners know they can find a link to your website on the episode page for this segment, and there'll be a picture of the product and a little bit more about Solve It. Where can people get this besides going to your website? Is there a store locator? Is it on Amazon? Most of our products are on a number of internet retailers. If you just Google Solve It Safety Harness or Solve It Pet Stairs, if you put the Solve It together, that, that'll help to locate the right product. But you'll find there are dozens of internet retail available that you can purchase this. A number of products are at, at chains around the country as well. But we also do have a where to buy link search on our website. So give that a try. It's right there on the homepage. It's easy to drill down and find some local retailers. And you can always call our customer service desk if you have any trouble with that. So Patrick, I'd like to thank you for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling all of my pet parents about the great products at Solve It. Thank you so much. Michelle, it was my pleasure and I appreciate you having me on today. Well, it was so informative. I'm sure there's a lot of pet parents out there that are really going to think long and hard about the things that they need for their pets. It's simple solutions that end up just saving pets' lives, making you know it easier for our pets, and Solvit has so many great products. Patrick, thanks again for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling my listeners all about the great mobility products that Solvit has and the harnesses and just a wealth of products that will keep your pets safe and will keep pet parents' minds at ease. Pet parents, it only takes a little bit of your dog bouncing around the car or jumping into the the driver's seat or just you could just think about all the horrendous potential accidents that could happen or freaky things like jumping out the window with the harness on that's not a good harness I wish I'd had a solid harness back then and just great products. And you can find a link to the Solvit Products website on this segment of the episode page. And I would like to thank Mr. Nikki, who did a great job in testing the mobility stairs. He had a lot of fun and he can be stubborn, but he got it. The tra- he got the stairs right away. So for everyone who's thinking about them, they're really easy to train. Most dogs catch on right away. And I would like to thank you all, as always, for listening. Any questions or comments, suggestions, Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Best Bets for Pets and on Facebook, Best Bets for Pets or Michelle Fern. Keep listening. I so appreciate all your comments, suggestions, and listening. Thank you. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.